This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Sports Radio 1019 FM. All right, so you know me. I got to be honest with you here. This is very difficult because I have my attention divided right now. Obviously, I have to do my job and do a show, which we will, and we'll get to the Yankees in just a second. But, I mean, this is New York City. We are lit right now due to the New York Knicks. Game three, they are kicking the Cavs in the mouth. Payback. So we'll do that when the game is over because I know if you're generally, if you're a Knicks fan, you care about that, you're likely watching the game. But I have to let you know what I am thinking right now. The Mets, they are an afterthought. But I do want to talk about the Yankees. And this is, look, we're not going to go nuts how early uh, this is in the season. However, the Yankees have not lost a season series this year. Let's not make it the first one that they lose to the Toronto Blue Jays, a team that everybody compared the Yankees to in the AL East and thought that maybe it was going to be those two teams battling it out, similar to what we thought last year, but the Yankees obviously ran away with the division right out of the gate. This year, that is not the case. And now, you know, the Yankees are beat up and they're they're hurting. You look at the lineup, it is, and you heard John and Susan talking about it if you listen to the game, and you could see it, and we talked about this on Baseball Night in New York at 6 o'clock with the Yankee lineup. It's just not a good lineup right now it's not so you, you I mean you you do cut them a little slack because you understand they've been playing solid baseball 12 and 8 on the year haven't lost a series you understand that they're banged up all over the place whether it's Rodon you know in that rotation Sevy as well or obviously the lineup as we talk about with no Stanton and again no Donaldson but what does that really mean the Yankees better off they might be but they were relying on Josh Donaldson to be a main contributor. I mean, Boone said that that was the one guy he thought was going to have a big bounce back year, J.D., Josh Donaldson. So no Stanton, no Donaldson, no Bader. No, the Yankees are, they're banged up. However, you saw, now I know we saw this early last year too from this Blue Jays team, so I don't want to get carried away, but you saw a team that is unafraid of the Yankees. They're unafraid of the mystique of Yankee Stadium, assuming that's still a thing. I know it was really more the old Yankee Stadium, and you know this team hasn't been in the World Series since 2009, all that stuff. But this team, this Blue Jays team, is scary with their lineup. 
The pitching, that's supposed to be the problem. So then you have Kikuchi going out there for six innings and shutting down the Yankees. That just can't happen. I mean, Judge didn't get a base hit uh, until the ninth. You know, Volpe again, you know, a good ball player, and I love watching him, but he's not there yet offensively. And outside of Oswaldo Cabrera, who's becoming one of my favorite players, I cannot love his energy. He plays all over the place, great energy, just an exciting player to watch. He's got such personality out there on the field. You know, I like the Yankees' young guys. Not knocking Cabrera or Peraza or Volpe, but this is a team that is now counting on pretty much three of those guys in their regular lineup with the injuries. You got IKF in center field where he's, I mean, he shouldn't even be on a major league team. All right, maybe he should be on a major league team. Not the New York Yankees. Their catching situation, not great. Yeah, Trevino, an all-star last year, sure. But, you know, was that his true you know, is that really what he is? There's still question marks about him. Obviously, Gosh Yoka was in there tonight. I'm just going overall with this Yankees team right now, where you, I mean, you watch them, and yes, they win, and they've won all these series. They're clearly missing something. And Toronto looks like a team that is better than they were a year ago. Toronto looks like a team that can go toe-to-toe with the Yankees. Now, fully healthy, maybe things are a little bit different. But when are the Yankees going to be fully healthy? And are they ever fully healthy? With guys like Rodon, who's always hurt. Bader, always hurt. Stanton, always hurt. Seve, always hurt. Donaldson, even if he's not hurt, he seems like he's washed up. Is this what this Yankees team is right now? And if it is, it's certainly not good enough in what is the, arguably, but it's in my opinion, the best division in Major League Baseball. Look at the depth that they have top to bottom Nobody else could compare. You know, the worst team in the division, the Red Sox, are at 10-10. and 10. But you look, Baltimore is even better. And they're, they're, it's not a fluke with the Orioles. Maybe last year we thought that it was. They have young guys that are doing a nice job contributing in Baltimore. Not to mention the Rays, who have played 20 games and lost three. They had another ridiculous comeback tonight. I mean, it's unbelievable what Tampa is doing. We touched on this going into the year, law of averages, just doing the math. It was not going to be as easy for the Yankees as it was a year ago, the way that they ran away with that division, and were never really, truly threatened. Well, now, again, three weeks, you know, we're less than a month into the season still. But the Yankees find themselves five games back and in a real, you know, fight here in this division. Not only are they five games back, it's not just like they're trailing one team because you could say, well, the Rays are definitely going to cool off, right? And I would agree that, yeah, at some point they're going to cool off. However, you still have Toronto there. You still have Baltimore there. You know, the Yankees got to pick it up a little bit. And we kind of take it for granted because they always, even in a bad year, the Yankees win 90-plus games. But I think we take it for granted sometimes how easy they have made that look. It is not easy to win 90-plus games when everything doesn't go your way a lot, you know, with with the injuries or underperformance and all that, and they still find a way to piece it together, kind of like they have so far through the first three-plus weeks of this season where a lot has gone wrong, and they still piece it together. However, it could go sideways quickly. Now, 
you know, the, the, after Toronto here at home, going to Minnesota, look, and I know Minnesota was the one team that actually didn't lose a series to the Yankees so far this year, splitting that four-game series last weekend. But Minnesota's still Minnesota, and the Yankees own them until proven otherwise. Texas, though, coming up on their schedule on the road trip, they are better, leading the AL West right now. You know, the Yankees, while they're banged up here, and then they got the Rays coming up that first weekend in May. While the Yankees are banged up here, it could maybe we might hit some rough patches with this club. Starting with tonight, that is an awful performance at home against the team that you know you're supposed to be up for. This is a big matchup. I know it's early in the season, but this is a big match. This isn't the Giants or the Phillies. This is a division rival, even the Orioles. And that game, you know, obviously those were in, in Baltimore. But still, that's the Orioles. This is Toronto, who you expect as a team you're going to have to beat. You're going to have to be better than to win this division this year, which is obviously the goal. Well, you look at the lineup right now. Top three in those lineups, you know, you want to go top four in those lineups. It's not close. It is not close who's got the better offense. And I'll tell you what, even if Stanton comes back or when Stanton comes back, Toronto still has the advantage. You'd take Judge over everybody, of course, because he's arguably the best player in baseball. But a young Volpe, Rizzo, who is off to a great start this year, but is inconsistent and you know, goes in the funks with the strikeouts. Same with Stanton when he comes back. Look at what you know Springer, Bichette, Guerrero, and Chapman are doing to start this year. Specifically, Bichette, Guerrero, and Chapman, and they are on fire. Even if they cool off a little bit, that is still a very potent top four. Point is, without Rodon, or, or Rodon, however the hell you say his name, I mean, it's been back and forth. First, they, they trained me, Rodon, 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 and then I find out after I finally taught myself Rodon, it's Rodon. Whatever. It's He's not here right now, and he needs to get his rear end back on the field. Missed a month. Like, let's go now. Without him... It's Cole, it's Cortez, and you're piecemealing it together. Herman, Brito, Schmidt. You can't survive like that long-term, not to mention the wear and tear on the bullpen. And then you look at the offense, which is not Yankee-like. That is not a deep lineup at all. They have sent out lineups with IKF and Aaron Hicks in their outfield. They, it, the Yankees, you don't want to panic and say they need to do something. They're going to have to do something here. Bader should be on his way back. That will be a huge difference because then you don't have to worry about center field. Put Bader out there. He's the center fielder. All right, you're good to go. Judge is going to be the right fielder for the time. When, If, when Stanton comes back, he could maybe, you know, you move Judge to left. You have Stanton in right. And in the time being, I guess you go with Cabrera, who is clearly their best choice. But, man, when you are deep digging deeper than Cabrera for an outfielder, it's it's rough. And on top of that, relying on the youngsters, where Volpe trying to find his way. Once he gets going, he's starting to get there. Once He, he had a base hit tonight, of course. But once, once he gets there, he could be an impact bat that will help this team. And obviously all the other things he does, too, on the base pads and the steals and all that defensively still. But with him and Peraza both in that lineup, you're you're asking a lot of the youngsters. Not to mention Glaber, who started out the first couple weeks on fire. He is now all of a sudden cooled off significantly. You know, LeMayu, who should be 
a 300-plus hitter is hitting 237. You know, the Yanks have some of the names there. They're not getting the job done. This is not all because of injuries that they are so thin right now. They've got some guys there. They're not getting the job done. And look at Toronto's lineup. Brandon Belt did some damage tonight, and, you know, Belt is on the wrong side of, of his career now. He's you know starting to be toward the back end, of course. But Belt did some damage uh, against her mom with the with the homer. He drove in you know four runs on the night. But normally, I mean that is you look at what the bottom of the blue you know Blue Jays order has done here. It's not like they've done much either. It's the guys who you need, the guys who you expect to get the job done, they're doing it. For the Yankees, when they don't, Judge, Rizzo, Torres, DJ, when they don't, it is tough. Now, the Yankees coming off a performance where they didn't hit a home run and and won a game and scored nine runs in the process with the 11 walks or whatever it was yesterday. It's, you know, that, that showed you a little something. Well, now they go back to two walks tonight, seven strikeouts. Maybe it showed you a little more about the Angels pitching than anything else. I'm not going to say the Yankees are in trouble because that's foolish. It's reckless. But they are in for a fight in the AL East. That is something that they did not have a year ago. Maybe it'll benefit them long-term. Instead of just trying to hang on toward the end of the year, maybe it'll benefit them. We are going to be watching day in, day out, night in, night out, a race in the American League East. It is the best division in baseball. Maybe not as top-heavy as some others. You know, you look at the... I'm not going to give the Rangers that much credit yet, but you look at the NL East with the Braves and the Mets, the way that that was a year ago... Uh, even the NL West is not really good. I mean, I guess maybe the only other division that can compete with it, just as far as being top-heavy, would be with the Mets and Braves, two of the best teams in that same division. Everything else seems kind of upside down right now. you got Milwaukee and Pittsburgh and Chicago in the Central. St. Louis is off to a horrible start. Same thing in the West where the Dodgers, Giants under 500, Padres under 500. The Diamondbacks are the main team there. And we mentioned the Texas Rangers. Do you believe in the Texas Rangers? I'm not sure I do just yet. But that could be another division where maybe if Seattle picks it up and the Astros start to kick it in gear. Look, it's early. I get it. But the point is, the AL East is going to be a battle all year long. And after watching the first matchup between the Blue Jays and the Yankees, I'm not feeling great about where the Yankees stack up against Toronto at the moment. Now, Garrett Cole is an equalizer. You know, it, it, I know Toronto's got to get Manoa going, but Garrett Cole has been the best pitcher in baseball, so that will help when he takes the mound. And like we said, you know, the Yankees will be fine regardless, but a little early season barometer and on night 1, and you know, this is a trend now for the Yankees losing they win these series. They have won, you know, every series except the split with Minnesota. And outside of the first two, you know, they lose the first game to Baltimore, come back, win the next two. They lose the first game to Cleveland, come back, win the next two. Lose the first two to the Twins, come back and win the next two to salvage the split. Lose the first one of the Angels, sensing a pattern here, come back and win the next two. Lose the first one to Toronto, question mark, question mark, question mark. More of your calls, or not more of your calls. We'll get to your calls on the side. Plus, a big Islander win. UBS was rocking. Are we destined for a Rangers-Islanders matchup in the second round of the NHL's postseason? little ways to go before that takes place, but an encouraging night in that department as the Islanders get a huge win 
at UBS. 877-337-6666. Knicks blowing out the Cavs once that game goes final. We'll turn our attention there as well. Your calls on the other side. Just getting started going until 2 a.m. on this Friday night. Salakata on the fan. We're known for being polite, so we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Salakata back on the fan. I thought there was going to be a playoff game tonight at the Garden. At least one team showed up. Woo, baby, the Knicks are on fire. We'll do more on that after that game goes final. Coming up at the top of the hour, there's a couple of minutes to go in that game. Knicks routing the Cavs. And what was really, uh, I mean, a competitive first quarter. And outside of that, the Knicks just started to pull away. This is the dream. Garden is going to be a garden of dreams the next couple of nights here. Knicks tonight, obviously, with their big win. Rangers and Devils, Game 3 tomorrow night. Back at it, Game 4, Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock. I can't wait. My wife and I are very excited to go out to that one. And, you know, let's hope that uh, the Knicks will go up 3-1. And then you got the Rangers, Game 4, on Monday night. So it is a great run of postseason games here at the Garden. We mentioned UBS, where there was a great postseason game for the Islanders scoring. Rosie, what was it? You're watching that game. You get four minutes to go, and the Islanders score four straight goals like that? Yeah, no, it was a wild turn of events at the end of a power play, which was the worst power play I've ever seen in my life. The and then you had Matt, have. You had Matty Martin scoring a goal after that, right? Palmieri scored the power play goal. Yeah, Scott Mayfield hit, hit an empty netter. So, And then they had a even strength goal with about 90 seconds left. Out of nowhere, a five-piece from the Islanders right back in their series. Yeah, you think they could win this series now? Yeah, so a bunch of the Hurricanes are hurt. Tevu Taravainen broke his hand on that slash in game two, so he's out. So they're playing a bunch of young guys. Jack Drury's playing on the top line. Yessi Pugliarvi's getting time. So, Rosie, answer me this. Are we getting it? Are we getting Rangers-Islanders round two? I'm confident in the Rangers, even though I wasn't before the series. Well, I hope so. They're up 2-0, Rosie. Now you jump on. I tried to tell you. I'm not. You're supposed to be the hockey expert. I was telling you the Rangers are going to win this series. They didn't I even was, break a sweat. I was being fair and objective. Um, the Devils look so overmatched. It, it was even even to what I expected them. I knew they would look overmatched. But it, the moment just looks too big for them. And that was a bad job on, by Matter my fact, part, not accounting for it. Well, you know, it happens. It happens. Matter of fact, it just hit me now. If the Rangers win tomorrow night, I, when I show up to my seat for the Knicks game, game four on Sunday, I may bring a Rangers broom with me one night ahead of the crew. Did they let you in the garden with a broom? I don't know. It just sounded good. I know. I agree with I wonder if they let you into the garden with a broom. They used to do huh. that back in the 90s when I was growing up. Yeah, well, no, you used to be able to go to them, but we'll, I mean, we'll see. Either way, I do think the Rangers are going to get the sweep of the Devils. I know it sounds nuts, especially when you look at it coming into the series, but with the way that these first two games have played out, I would be stunned if the Rangers lost uh, on uh, on the Garden Ice. But it would set up a nice matchup if the Islanders could get back at this series even. When is Game 4? Oh, yeah, shoot. Game 4 is Sunday at 1 for the Islanders. Same time as the Knicks game again. Yes, it is. Yes, it I is. I hate that. I'm going to be at the game, so I'm going to be able to watch the Islander game. But uh, I hate that. We, there's too many games going on. They're all at the same time. you got the Yankees. you got the Mets, Knicks, Rangers, Islanders. It's crazy, at the same time. it's crazy how good New York's pro New York sports is right now. It really yeah, is nuts. 
Not to mention the football teams, and next week will be a huge week for the Jets. We would assume the Aaron Rodgers deal is going to get done uh, at some point next week with the draft coming up on Thursday. We'll have plenty more of that as we look ahead to next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.